Welcome everybody to the AJ Osborne Show, where we focus on our core tenets, impact, freedom, and progress. Join me and others as we grow through education and discussion. How's it going, Britt? Hi, AJ. It's good. I'm glad to be here. Yeah, we're so excited to have you and actually do this in person as opposed to like Zoom or something else because uh, you were at a wedding? Yeah, I was just at a wedding in Florida and yeah. thought I'd jump by Boise before I head back to Canada. So, Which I missed out on. I, I was know. very sad. I couldn't make it. I know. It was so fun. Yeah. All of our mutual friends and I everything. Know. So, <laughs> yeah, it, It's hard to justify when I was just down in Arizona at our Maui Mastermind thing and then back and we had so much to do I feel bad I wanted to go see uh, uh, Darren and his mm. wedding but it looked like everybody just had a blast it was awesome and that's what's cool because you build these strong bonds and yes. friendships through real estate and through these yes. networking events and then you end up just being best friends and going to weddings and doing all this stuff together all the time so yeah, it, it's funny because it's it's kind of crazy to think about I mean what how long has it been three plus years now yeah exactly when we reminiscing we were just talking oh, about this because 2019 yeah. is where aj and i first yeah. met at a maui master mind event so that yes. was hosted by brandon turner who was the host of the bigger pockets podcast that's right no longer I've moved on <laughs> doing his own thing things. exactly right. but that's pretty insane to think about back then you never knew i had no idea what was going to come out yeah. of that event that was the first real one that I did. Which is funny because that was the first ma- like event or mastermind what? thing I'd ever done either. I know. Isn't that crazy? I don't think I knew that. Yeah. I, I'd never been to one and Brandon called me and he's like, hey, do you want to come? And I'm like, well, I mean, Brandon, if you want me to, I'll come. <laughs> I'd never been to one. So it wow. was, uh, that was new to me. And now I was like, why hadn't I been doing more of mm. these networking activities? And because I, I mean, for you and I know for a lot of us after that meeting, we really made big shifts, mm-hmm. including Brandon. And a, a lot of us shifted where our businesses were headed. And, you know, it's like, it just kind of opened, I think, a lot of our mm-hmm. eyes into potential possibilities and what we could accomplish and what could be done. I know it did for me. And it's like, you know, hey, there, there's a lot of things here that I didn't realize mm-hmm. were even possible. Mm-hmm. And it's been cool to see over the last few years how much everyone's achieved. Oh, it's uh, amazing. It's <laughs> kind of crazy. It's been a wild three years. It has been. And that is when you think about pivot points yeah. for me, that was the biggest, one of the biggest pivot points I think in my life was after that event because yes. meeting you and meeting a lot of our mutual friends and now having partnerships yes. and all this stuff you and I are doing mm-hmm. together and other people from the group. So it's just insane when you kind of look back at that and what yeah. a pivotal moment it was. Yeah, it, it is. And it comes down to, I think, a really important concept that, mm. you know, me and you have talked about a lot. But uh, if you're trying to accomplish something big, you can't do it alone. Exactly. And commercial real estate, it is an asset class that we can get in. And that's where, you know, that's where me, Brett, and a lot of the people at our mastermind are in. But the it's about accumulating resources and people to mm-hmm. accomplish an overall goal yeah. and it's an asset class where you can, you, you need help and you, you can get help and there's plenty of profits and it's scalability to accomplish that. And I think that's one of the things I love most about it is mm-hmm. it's you're working with other people to 
go at a common goal mm -hmm. uh, and it, it's an ability to create teams and relationships as you grow that everyone gets to benefit from. I feel like a lot of industries, because I was in insurance before, mm -hmm. and so I feel like a lot of in industries are way more cutthroat, mm. right? It's I win, you lose. Mm. And in uh, my industry, or at least the way we approach real estate, that's not it at all. It's mm. like a rising tide mm -hmm. lifts all ships. So from there, it's about working with other people. Mm. And it's about finding other people that have different skill sets than you do. And how mm. do we apply them into different avenues to succeed? And I, I, I mean, I guess I'm kind of an extrovert, but that's that's fun for me. So it is. And I have realized that about myself, too, that I'm definitely that collaborator person when I didn't because I was doing my single family homes for 10 years, right? Yeah. All alone and doing that, doing yeah. all the work, doing absolutely everything myself. But then once I went to that event and seeing how I could use other people's strengths and like you just said, the resources and the knowledge and that combined effort and I could put my like best skills to use in other people's organizations. That's where it made the most sense instead of me just doing my little houses yeah. one at a time. Like, no, it, that's... Well, and I don't know if it was for you, but it, it was for me. Like some of the goals and things that I, I wanted to do or accomplish, it seemed so overwhelming. Mm -hmm. It was like you look at other people that had accomplished it, like how... How, how could you do that? And, and mm -hmm. the idea that I don't have to go at this alone. There's mm -hmm. plenty of other people and I don't have to be mm. everything. I don't have to be incredible, right? I don't have to be perfect. I don't have to know everything. Mm -hmm. I can team up with others that have strengths where I have weaknesses. That was like an, a calming thing mm. for me and it delivered, I think, a lot of hope. Mm -hmm. And it was like, yeah, actually, now that I understand how we can work with other people and how to put these together. All those big ideas and those big mm. goals seemed a lot more achievable to me. Yeah, absolutely. And it is about building those relationships. And I remember even in 2019 when I was still doing single family homes, I was still renovating every day and I was so busy. Then I was looking at what you were doing and accomplishing these huge deals and all the self-storage and all these incredible things. And I was like, how does AJ have the time to cultivate <laughs> these relationships and be on the phone with me and be in this kind of mentorship almost position and I thought this is so cool that's where I want to get to and that's through people and yes. that's when it really switched for and, me and it doesn't it it's so funny because I was down in Arizona and I had uh dinner with Ken McElroy and I'm mm -hmm. like you know would you mentor me would you be okay with that if I came down and and picked your time and he's like absolutely I would love to and I think that every level you go up, first, mm -hmm. there's another level to go, but there's always people there that are willing to help. There's always people there that are willing to lift you up along mm -hmm. the journey. And uh, that is something that a lot of people, I think, have a hard time either mm -hmm. asking, but anybody else that was at that point, they received help. Somebody mm -hmm. lifted them up. They had those mentors, mm -hmm. so they want to pass it on. Yeah. Uh, generally really successful people are wanting to do that because they get that fundamental concept that mm. it takes that network and it takes those things to accomplish their goals. Mm -hmm. And so it's, it's something that I think a lot of people, particularly starting out, mm -hmm. like you said, I felt alone and I was doing everything myself mm -hmm. and it was like, that's the path or that's the way. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, and I think that was just kind of ingrained because that's how my mom always did things. It was you change your own oil, you do your own work on the house, you do everything, which is funny from my mom, but that's that's how <laughs> she was and yeah. she still is like that. So that's what I saw and that's what I knew. But until going to that event, until you kind of get your eyes open to something different, that's all you really know. Yeah. But now it's like, okay, let's, let's do this. And that's why it's so important with these events. And that's why AJ and I are always going to these events and taking care of our relationships because we're all in this together and we're all helping each other. Yeah. A huge portion of what I do is cultivate those relationships. It's mm-hmm. calling people when we need it. I mean, even since you've been here, I feel like I've been on the phone nonstop calling a lot of people like Jimmy and yeah. other people in our, in our group. I'm like, hey, I need help with this issue. Mm-hmm. Help me figure this out. How do we go down this road? Mm-hmm. And ge- generally speaking, those aren't things I get from a book. Mm-hmm. That, that's sure. not where it comes. It's not like I Google how to take care of right mm-hmm. a, a bridge loan for X in this market. That's not how it works. Mm-hmm. I need to know people that I can call that can help me figure out a solution to that given problem. Mm. If not, right, you can get really, really stuck. So a lot of what I do is cultivate those relationships, try to mm. add value mm-hmm. in return, right? I make sure I'm always the one. Pick up the phone. I want to add value also in return. Mm. And it, you find so much success going mm. through that. Plus, that, it's just fun. It right? is. It's, it's and, fun. And it's we're like, all truly friends too we yeah. care about each oh, other's yeah. families we like to hang out it's not all business we, we all the don't time. have we're... to work with people who don't want yeah. it that's <laughs> the great thing you can actually work with people you like and sure. you want to be friends with mm-hmm. um and it's we're not in a position where it's like oh i gotta work with this person but you know i don't like to no there's lots of options and you mm-hmm. can network and build that friendship in that base so obviously we don't mm-hmm. work with everybody in the maui mastermind or anything else but um it's about that providing value and having fun mm-hmm. along the way, which commercial real estate in general, I just think really lends to that. Mm-hmm. It's 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 something that you know w- you can scale first mm-hmm. of all really easy because you, you can scale both like on a, a unit base, but also like on a magnitude base where mm-hmm. it's the size of the deals can get b- bigger. Mm-hmm. You can also do more deals. And so it's really simple to scale when you develop a process and system. It's just really hard to obviously do it on your own. Absolutely. So. Well, and yeah, and, and talking about these events and everything too, we had a, a online virtual networking night last That's night. That's right, last night. With yep. our CRE Circle group. And we're trying to get, because I could imagine people listening are like, okay, well, I don't have a Maui Mastermind event, but yeah. this is why... AJ and I created the CRE circle for people mm-hmm. who are interested in commercial real estate because we want you guys to have these relationships with each other and with us and we're kind of all in this together. And so we did our virtual one last night, which went really well. Bree right. knocked it out of the park. She did. Yep. Awesome. Yep. Our team is amazing. Uh-huh. <laughs> but yep. we wanted to do a in-person one as well because yeah. it is great online and everything and that's how I met a lot of my friends before I met them in person you know as yes. friends with Brandon Turner on Instagram yep. beforehand and then for a few years and then uh, 2019 that's when we all actually met in person and did cool activities and actually yes. strengthened those relationships and and they turned into real friendships cuz well, I think you mentioned a good point too it's like uh-huh. the little things right mm-hmm. it was hey we networked through I know lots of people forums mm-hmm. online Instagram, Twitter, whatever it is that you're on and mm-hmm. those group of people, which is great, but it is not the same it's not as in the person. Same. It's just not. It's, you know, I, 
I, I like Zoom. It's great. I get to do a lot of activities or I get, I mean, I get to meet a lot more people face to face through Zoom that I probably couldn't have otherwise, mm -hmm. but it's not the same as building relationships uh, while one-on-one -on -one, mm -hmm. and those I feel are much longer lasting because they're friendships. Mm -hmm. They're real. They're it's real. not a, it's not a transaction based thing. Mm -hmm. It's no, we're, we really know each other and are caring about each other and it's a long-term thing. So commercial real estate investing in general, but business in general, right? Long-term games with long-term people. I so firmly believe mm -hmm. that. In fact, we tell people that are coming in or they want to be employee here. I'm like, you don't want to work here for 20 years. Don't work here for two days. Like we want to invest in our people. I want mm -hmm. to invest in our relationships and our assets and our business model is mm -hmm. long-term driven. That's how we look. That's how we act. It's part of the culture. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think that's a really important principle. When you meet people and you take the effort and mm -hmm. the time and you spend the money to go to actually meet it, right? You're, you're putting in that effort to build those relationships. And I, I think that it says a lot. It means a lot. It does. And it's actually a skill because I think yes. there's probably people who are listening that are introverted or they're not yeah. putting themselves out there as much because both you and I are probably more on the extroverted mm -hmm. side. Yeah. But the introverted side, you know, it is a skill to learn and how to win friends and influence people. Maybe yeah. that's a good book. Like yeah. just developing your listening skills and different things like that and like really going into it saying, I care about these people and I want yeah. to make these relationships meaningful instead of that transaction base like you were just saying. Well, and the best thing about extroverted people is they love to bug introverted people. So <laughs> you just, do that like, really well. I do. I get, so I'm like, hey, how's it going? Like, let's talk. So, you know, I think that it, and that's the, that's the really good thing though about um, building those networking relationships because if everybody's the exact same, it doesn't work, right? Mm -hmm. Like, um, you know, more of like our implementer role, Sam, you know, yeah, <laughs> right over in the next office, uh, <laughs> uh, CFO, um, and also my partner, he's very introverted. Mm -hmm. He would rather be in the office, taking care of things, getting line on it. He doesn't want to be networking. <laughs> or, and I'm so the opposite mm -hmm. where I'm in there bugging him or not. That's why it works. Mm -hmm. And even when we go to those events, it's like the people that are introverted, mm -hmm. right? They have, they bring so much to the table. Absolutely. So extroverts like me and like you, it's, we cling to that yeah. immediately. Mm -hmm. Sorry. Sorry if I bug all you introverts, <laughs> I, I apologize. Um, but I'm, I'm not going to stop. Uh, so it, it is, it, you don't even need to, it's, that's a social skill that you can develop without hafting to become someone you're not right. It's mm -hmm. not like you need to be a certain way, but putting forth the effort and putting yourself in mm. position, it yields high, high results and high rewards. Absolutely. And I think when you look at a lot of what the CRE circle was meant for. And what, what we're doing is very much how I believe that business and investing should be done where we cult or we create the conditions where opportunity will organically grow. And that's really important on two phases. First of all, creating the conditions, mm -hmm. not forcing it so that, and you organically grow opportunities. It's not a forced thing. And you can always tell when it's forced, mm -hmm. right? 
you know, it's like, okay, you're trying hard to make this right. And those opportunities fizzle out and they don't. That's why when meeting people in person, mm -hmm. you can have a much more organic conversation, see them in real person. It's not as forced. And you can see if there is mm -hmm. opportunities there, right? Like that was us. That's like, hey, hey, we have different skill sets. Mm -hmm. We can really come together and build something that could be awesome. With that whole idea or that intention that mm -hmm. it's building the conditions for success and opportunity to cultivate for everybody. Because that's what Brandon Turner did for all of us, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, him and Tarl put that event together. That It's not that they forced individuals, like, hey, you're going to get together, we're going to do this and this, and this, this is the outcome expected. They mm -hmm. created the circumstance and allowed mm -hmm. it to happen organically and natural. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people miss that. Networking groups miss that, I think, sometimes, mm -hmm. right? It's... Just focus on the conditions. We do this with deal flow, right? It's the whole reason we're on this podcast right now. Yeah, we're absolutely. creating the conditions to where opportunity connections are made, right? And things are happening. And a lot of people, they try to go to the forced route. They have their eye mm -hmm. on that target. And it's mm -hmm. like that acquisition. I need that investment, right? I need some of these other things. And I'm just going to target right in that. I'm going to hound it. I'm going to bug that person, mm -hmm. right? And I think, okay, you know what the outcome needs to be. Mm -hmm. Focus on creating the conditions in which the outcome will come about instead of trying to force that mm -hmm. outcome that you want, mm -hmm. right? Of course, you need to chase it. Of course, you need to go after it. But you need to spend a lot of time mm -hmm. on, on those conditions, not just on chasing it. I think that makes a big difference. Absolutely. And it does take effort and it does take time and all of those things. So being patient with it too and being like, okay, we're creating these relationships now. And then, you know, you never know what's going to come out of things in the future either. Yeah. Yeah. Like when exactly. I met you 2019, by the way, I was all fangirl. I'm like, Hey, Jay Osborne, he's the best. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm so nervous to meet him. <laughs> and then we met and it was like, wow, this is, this is so cool. And yeah. then, you know, and then you go into it and then you never know a few years down the line, then you create something cool together yeah. when it makes sense. But it's exactly. just like, you never know when you meet people at these events or at all these different things. It could be years in the making. And then all of a sudden yes. you do a deal together and it's yes. incredible. So. Well, and that's how opportunity works, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, opportunity in real estate, it, it's a lot of it's timing. Mm -hmm. Like our acquisition department, like what we talk about is you're building list, you're creating mm -hmm. continual communication and conditions mm -hmm. because the op it's not about the opportunity for you. It's about the opportunity for the seller. Yeah. So it's it's their time, not Absolutely. yours. They're selling that asset. Mm. You need to make sure you're there mm -hmm. when that time and that opportunity arises. You need to make sure they're thinking about you. Mm -hmm. And that's like these why we continually do those masterminds things because we want to be there for each other over the long term. If an opportunity exists or comes mm -hmm. up as things change, then great, you can capitalize on yeah. it, right? And uh, um, I think a lot of people may have a hard time with that patience part. It's mm. like, well, I did this. Why didn't I get a direct result? Mm -hmm. You're like, that's not what it's all about. <laughs> You're treating it like a transaction, mm -hmm. right? And that really doesn't work. Mm. I and I, I know you you are too, but I really like merging things that I'm interested in with those networking mm -hmm. activities, mm -hmm. and it really brings out those people, but it also kind of, it's it's almost like speed dating. You're all there for the same purpose, right? <laughs> it's, it's like you're just going through and I'm meeting all these people. We're all here with the same goal and outcome. So when I'm at investing meetings or when anything like that, we're all there with the same goal. We have the same interest, right? Mm -hmm. And then that can build good relationships that can continue over time. Yeah. Um, 
maybe it's a little easier. So I did sales, so mm. right. I, I I love doing sales, True. and uh, it was corporate sales. So I'd go around and knock doors, which is you know. Uh, a, a wonderful start uh, to the career when you're, you're young 20 knocking on businesses doors asking them to hire you to be a consultant when they know way more than you do mm. that's <laughs> you, know, it's, uh, you get, get pretty good at, at rejection hearing from that oh, sure. um, but one thing that I learned about doing the consulting with businesses and seeing all those businesses owners and especially really high level and successful ones is first of all they're just normal people mm-hmm. right and they were doing things that were not normal. Mm-hmm. But it's not that they were anything better or special. Mm-hmm. And they could create a lot of success in their life. But they just, none of them, none of them did it on their own. Mm-hmm. And even the guy that was in charge, I was always like a little shocked. Like, I don't think you're that smart. And I saw that just repeatedly. Mm-hmm. Where I'm like, dude, you created this huge company. You're so successful. And... I don't even think you're inherently necessarily that smart. And I don't mean that in a bad way. It just wasn't how I imagined it to be. And I realized, oh, they're surrounded by incredibly mm-hmm. smart people mm-hmm. and talented people, and they all have different strengths. And that's what made it work. It mm-hmm. wasn't all based upon them. I don't mm-hmm. know. I, I love that. Maybe because I'm so aware of my own flaws that I'm like, if I don't have people that are really good at these things, I'm mm. not going anywhere because <laughs> I have my what I have, my skill sets, and Mm-mm. I don't vary outside that much. Well, and that's a good point, and I think it's so important to pay attention to those things and your strengths and your weaknesses. And sometimes when you're first starting, you're like, I don't even really know what they are. So, yeah. But even in the CRE circle, we have those tests like the DIST test yes. and our working genius test, and that just gives you a good idea of, okay, here's where I can work within a business and everyone listening probably wants to be in commercial real estate. Well, in commercial real estate, you're going to need people. So it's very important to understand your strengths and your weaknesses. Did you know that early on? Did you know like your own strength and weaknesses? No, and I was trying to figure that out for so long. And I think even in 2019 when I met everybody and I had that kind of pivot out of the single family world into commercial and you know, these bigger ideas and knowing at that point I knew it was possible, but I didn't know my strengths and weaknesses. And I was trying to figure that out. I'm like, I don't even know what I'm good at. I'm kind of good at a lot of little things here and there. I'm good at DIY work. I'm good at like creative stuff and all these different things. But I think really getting out there and putting myself out there online and building that audience on Instagram, that was a huge skill that I didn't realize I got, you know, millions of dollars worth of investors from, from this platform that I was building. I'm like, okay, well, this is a huge strength and it's unique. So I have to work on that and continue to build that up. But I think that's a really good point though. Mm -hmm. You were doing like, you talk about that result that you received, but you were doing something you enjoyed, you were good at, Mm -hmm. you didn't have a direct result in it. You were meeting people, right? Mm -hmm. And you didn't really know how necessarily, I think, to take advantage or how that would have played Mm -hmm. out, but you kept going Mm -hmm. and you kept doing it and you kept building it. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think a a lot of people give up Mm -hmm. really early on. So they see that end result of you with your big audience raising millions of dollars Mm -hmm. and you now have these other businesses and they Mm -hmm. say, well, yeah, but it's because Mm -hmm. of this. And you're like, you worked you know, years with no result from that Mm -hmm. thing that you were doing. You enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. You were really good at it. Mm -hmm. And you provided immense value to everybody watching. 
And that value that you provided to others didn't translate Mm. directly into value to you, Mm. but you kept doing it. And I find that all great entrepreneurs or investors are really good at giving more value, Mm. right? And the more value without the expectation of return. And Mm -hmm. it always, it always comes back. It does. That's such an important point. Like you're always giving without expectations of that return, but eventually it does come around. I think that's that's so true. Podcast was too. Like when I started um, uh, self storage income podcast, it was like, well, I'm in a wheelchair. I can't really do anything. I kind of bored. So, um, what can I do to help others? Because, uh, I lost my job, so I had a lot of free time, and I thought this is really important. So I thought, I'll just we'll just do the podcast, and I'll just talk about what we're doing every single week, right? And I didn't really expect it to go anywhere, and that ended up leading to the creation of private equity firm. That it related to the creation of all our deals, meeting everybody, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it was once again same thing. It was this idea of giving value without an expectation of return. And mm-hmm. two, also, if I don't get a return, I'm going to quit. Yeah, because that doesn't work at all like we're doing this right now there is no direct correlation with an outcome Mm. i'll do this every week Mm -hmm. all right i'm gonna be on my podcast making youtube videos bringing awareness talking about people what we do how we do it right and uh, building out those connections but there isn't a direct tangible return i think companies and individuals they Mm. don't want to invest in that they don't Mm. want to invest in that network and their system and it's really at their downfall Mm -hmm. i think so too and it is so much time and money and effort and all of those things so it's hard to see it when it's kind of like going bye bye (laughs) and it's like you can't see it come back but it does Mm -hmm. and it will Yep, and, and will. And I think that's even the same feeling almost when you're hiring employees do, yeah. which is a weird thing because you see, okay, the wages and you look at it in a weird, you almost have to yes. switch the light you're looking at that in because I think you can hire these people and say, okay, well, I'm losing money now, yes. but like yeah. you can't look at it like that because yeah. they're going to be able to bring you so much mm-hmm. more and it's going to free up so much more of your time to create more opportunity. Yeah, but it's a really scary thing when you it's have scary. to pay a salary <laughs> and you have, you know, the responsibilities of those individual because a lot of people forget that it doesn't matter if the business performs or not, you pay people, right? Yeah. And it's, you can't, it has to come out of your pocket. Mm-hmm. And um, a lot of businesses can say, "I wait, hold on here. I've got to spend all of this money, you know, and lots of times, especially starting out, what you're doing is you are doing administrative things, things like that, that you may not correlate directly to a return, Mm -hmm. but what it's allowing you to do is free up time to spend money on activities that actually deliver a return Mm -hmm. to your business or your strategy. Mm -hmm. But because once again, there's not that direct correlation, you're like, I have someone that I'm responsible for and Mm -hmm. it's a huge expense. And how is this gonna pay out? It can be kind of like a a leap of faith, but Mm -hmm. you can't grow without it, Mm -hmm. right? So it's a perfect example. Yeah. Well, investing in back into your business, into yourself, and even the investment into these events and things that we're talking about, right? Yeah. Because the first event we went to, $5,000 or whatever it is, plus flights and accommodation and all. And then at that time, I was thinking, wow, this is, you know, a big cost. And then, but then what comes back around out of that is just 
you know, you can't even put a price tag on, yeah. on that. So it's, it, it's true. And I find that most of the things that generate the largest ROI mm-hmm. are the ones that are the least connected. Mm-hmm. So th- it's like the least connected expense or activity generates the hardest, hardest ROI. And I think mm-hmm. that's what it's important to identify those activities as opposed to wasting time and money on mm-hmm. things that generate nothing but look at the ones that cultivate that long-term investment into your business, into your strategy, into your life, and allocate that time Mm -hmm. and do it diligently, even if there isn't a direct return, which is Mm -hmm. really, really hard. It is. Um, And especially like if you're investing, you're okay. This property may not generate much return, but I know one day it will. A lot of stuff we're talking about is intangible stuff, mm-hmm. right? And I talk a lot about when you invest into real, there's there's two types of real estate investors, right? You invest in real estate means you're putting your capital, you own that asset, right? But then you have the real estate business. Mm-hmm. And the real estate business is not the same as investing in real estate. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people cannot make that mm-hmm. move because they don't correlate the real estate business with direct returns like they do that individual mm. asset. All of a sudden, and there's usually a big gap, meaning I'm spending money building my real estate business, it's taking all my money from my real estate, and I'm no longer making it. Mm. And that's hard. That's really hard to do. There, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, I hope this pays off, right? Um, and then you just got to get better at maximizing and correlating those returns over the long term. Yeah. Uh, but starting out, it's tough. It is. And I think, well, for my speaking for myself, I had a lot of limiting beliefs around the business side of things. And I would say to myself, well, I'm not a business person, so I'm just not going to even think about yeah. that. Don't worry about it. <laughs> and I think probably that's common, I would yeah. assume. Yeah. And I would look at people like you or, or whoever else that I put on these pedestals yeah. <laughs> before I actually, you know, went and started networking and learning more. But I would just say, you know, that's not for me. That's not going to happen. But then you meet these people and you start to sort of figure it out and you say, no, this is absolutely possible for anybody. Yes. Just takes time and some you know, learning. And it, well, and two, it's not an end. Uh-huh. Like it's not this overall goal or something to end. It's mm-hmm. a continual thing moving forward that it, it's not like you reach that end. We've still got every time we want to expand our business yeah. and every time we want to grow in a certain way, it's all over again, which mm-hmm. our business is continually expanding. So it's like, you've got to really get comfortable in that position. You got to mm-hmm. get comfortable you know, being uncomfortable, but reinvesting into mm-hmm. unknowns. Well, we're, we're holding a live event. So why don't you talk about that real quick? Yay. So when's the live event taking place? What are the dates? So June 13 to 16. And this is going to be one of many. So maybe if you're listening yes. to this in the future, we're going to be having a lot of yes. this. Yes, we will. We're so excited about it. And it'll be here <laughs> in Boise, Idaho. So it's going to be awesome. We have it lined up the, for our CRE m- members, but um, it's you know on commercial real estate, everything like that. It's going to be great. Yeah. Um, up until then, what are you doing, though, before we end here? What are you doing and what are your plans? Yeah, well, I'm super excited for that event. So I really hope to see a lot of you guys there and everyone in our CRE, CRE circle. I just can't wait for that. So yes. yeah, I'm going back up at home to Canada, and then right. we're working on this big fund so we've been doing that and yes. we have a lot going on so we do <laughs> and we'll hopefully here in the next few weeks i'll be able to tell everybody about the closeout of it uh, and everything that's going on with that after it's closed we can share a lot more details on which is super exciting we'll break all into it but until then Britt, 
thanks for coming on. Thanks for talking with me. Yay. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad we get a network. In fact, we have somebody else from the uh, the group that just got in today too. So I we'll know. have some fun networking and uh, and uh, getting work done at the same time. Well, sounds good. Thanks for having me, AJ. Appreciate it. Talk right. soon. Bye.